Hey you, hope you've been doing well and glad to have you back for another episode of Natto with Neil. The post I'll be reading today is titled The Difference of 7 Hours. Approximately a month ago, I moved to Brooklyn, New York to pursue my masters at NYU. My first incorrect assumption was that it would be like the other times I had moved away from home. My mom and I had decided to travel together and before leaving were questioning how much we would be affected by jet lag. We found out for sure when we ended up asleep for 12 hours the day we landed. Your body takes so long to adjust to a completely new time zone and however mentally prepared you are your body is not going to pay attention. This is one of the few times where mind over matter does not work. On our way from the airport and over the next few days I found myself comparing Brooklyn to Muscat a wonderful city in Oman where I spent most of my life and Manhattan to Dubai the now famous and well discussed city of the UAE I felt like both Brooklyn and Manhattan were slightly older and less maintained versions of Muscat and Dubai respectively on first glance the city is not as impressive as someone who has heard and seen it only in movies and TV shows imagines it to be you notice the cracks and the trash and all of the other imperfections that make it hard not to judge but surely enough you also start to notice the wonders that make the city so unique and attractive the diversity the history the parks and the subways all help make up the beat of the city referring to it as a giant laboratory makes perfect sense to me now but one thing you also realize pretty quickly is that it gets much harder to stay in touch with people you have left behind a 7 hour time difference puts you completely out of sync with those people and their schedules and when assignments or work start flowing in that sync goes even more out of whack here are a few of the other things i have learned though humans are always going to adapt with ease if they want to Never judge a city by just its exterior. You will make an effort for every relationship that matters even if that effort is minimal. You can never start a new life or a new self. You just mold onto what is already there. People are what make a city. So get to know as many as you can. Searching for a good apartment is like searching for a needle in a haystack. 
There is no frustration like just missing a subway and no elation like having your code work on the first try. Of course, I will keep learning and try to share them. This was my first update and hopefully not my last. P.S. I cannot wait to finally see snow. I'm gonna build a snowman. For a more pictorial representation of my time here, look forward to future posts. This was the first post I wrote after I moved to the US from India, um, Brooklyn, New York, to be specific. And it's very refreshing to look back at this post because um, it was one of those pivotal decisions that I made that, you know, really change um, what you do and where you are and all of those things, other aspects. Um, so there's definitely a lot of different things happening when I wrote this post. And I'm going to try to organize the important aspects of the post that I want to discuss. So we'll start with the first thing, which is distance. And I think that's the overarching theme of this post and something that's really important to me because distance has played a huge part in my entire life. Growing up, I've said in previous episodes that I grew up in the Middle East and in this post, I also reiterated that. Um, So Muscat Oman, as amazing as it was, and as much as I called it my home, was never truly where I belonged. I knew my family was from India and I knew that we had a lot of relatives and all that was still in India. Now there were some relatives that lived in the same city as us and other relatives that lived even further away. But it just never felt like it was a place that I would settle down as much as it gave my parents opportunity for, you know, better jobs and income and it gave me a really nice you know childhood and adolescence it still wasn't where I could say it was my home in the true sense of the word I don't know if that totally makes sense but I hope it does and then So that was the distance. That was the first distance I experienced was being distanced from a lot of our general family, which means that we were close to only a certain section of our family and somewhat separate from, you know, the culture and all that we would have otherwise been more immersed in by living in India. But then when I moved to India, there was the distance between me and my family because my family was still in Muscat, but I had gone for my undergrad and I had to start over. I had to find people that I could be close to. I had to 
get to know the city and the people and and the way that things worked because i was accustomed to a certain um type of life till then then just as i was kind of maybe settling into it undergrad was done and i had to move to bangalore for my job and that was again another distance that i had to traverse i had to go to a new city and luckily i had my cousins who were really you know warm and helped me acclimatize to the new city um really you know i lived with them and it was so great because it gave me a completely a new sense of um self i mean obviously i was not as independent as i am right now but you know i wasn't really studying i was looking and starting a job and i was making new friends that was not related to oh, okay i'm studying here or working here i was making friends from other circles and stuff so it was interesting but then as much as i enjoyed bangalore i didn't enjoy what my jobs were and where i felt like i was i thought i realized that i needed to do something that would change the trajectory of my life in a way that i could enjoy it more and so i decided to do my masters and i moved to new york and it was a much larger change than any of the ones before that um as much as i thought it would be just like others it wasn't um i had it was a completely different country that was so far away from any of the places i had known in my life it was a completely different culture i'm let i'll be honest though the culture there was no not much of a culture shock because my parents did a really good job of um you know taking us traveling when we were younger so we saw a lot of different places um and we had the option of watching a lot of western tv and movie and and listening to music and stuff like that so it felt to some extent like things i had already known maybe not in as much detail as i was now but it didn't feel that foreign but the distance def- definitely did because when i moved from muscat to india the time difference is pretty similar to if you move from the east coast to the west coast it's a little harder to keep in touch with people but it's not that bad and you don't have to overcome jet lag you don't have to completely resync your um circadian rhythm and body clock and all of that but uh moving from india to the us was a big change um i had these 7 hours of difference and i could have put that in miles or kilometers or something like that but i'm very partial to the number 7 so i had to uh put it in hours because i knew that would make me happier um but yeah you know it's when it's evening here it's morning there and so it's so much harder to find the right time in schedules to keep in touch it's so hard to 
um go back home because the flight is almost like anywhere between 18 to 24 hours if you take the shortest flight if you take the longest ones it can be like two days and all with stopovers so it was definitely strange to feel like i had to plan more in advance if i ever wanted to go see my folks um i had we had to have a schedule that we kind of stuck to to talk to each other because if we didn't then it, you know someone would get busy with something else and so it was a big adjustment to feel that distant from them after being so close to them for so long but at the same time it did offer me a completely new level of freedom because i had no real nothing around me that was truly familiar nobody that i really knew from my old life or anything so i could start kind of fresh you know i could meet new people learn new things and um it was still a wonderful experience and there's a point in the post where i was kind of comparing muscat and dubai which were the cities i knew to brooklyn and manhattan the cities that i was starting to know and initially it was hard to not compare them because muscat and manhattan had a lot of similarities in terms of general feel i would say to brooklyn and manhattan muscat and dubai i don't know what i was which ones i said but i hope you know what i mean so and so i judged manhattan and brooklyn because i saw all the cracks in the road and the trash around the sides and like all of that and my immediate thought went to oh it's such a big city in this great country that they say um why isn't be- it maintained any better but then i started to realize you know in time that that you can't just compare it on the outside right there's so many complexities that make up what the cities can be um in the middle east there's a lot of money because of oil and all um the government or political structure is very different and um so it may be easy for them to maintain the roads to keep things clean um and the population is not as much as places like new york and manhattan and other big cities here so i had to factor all of that in but also as i started to live in the city more i realized that there are so many other things that make the city great that which is why it's probably talked about so much and when you immerse yourself in a place or a culture that's when you truly start to appreciate it because you notice all the nuances that make it special and so that's one of the points i make in the seven points that i list towards the end of the post seven because like i mentioned i love the number seven but one of those points is never judge a city by its exterior 
and i think that's obviously it applies to more things than just a city because you should never judge anything by just your initial um by initial appearances you can form an opinion but don't make it your final judgment of that place don't make it um your you know certain don't make it a certainty that that's how you're going to view it from now on because you do have to understand all the things that make it what it is but let's go over some of the other points that i made um and discuss them in a little more detail humans always adapt with ease if they want to um i think that's true right because um when we really need to make a change in our lives we generally will do the work needed but a lot of the times we are resistant to change we don't want to do something either because of close mindedness or because of uncertainty um you know risk factor whatever it is but sometimes you just need to do it you know i know plenty of people in my life who had to adapt in ways that i had to um my best friend somia she's her dad is a minister of external affairs so she had to travel she and her family had to travel a lot and i know that it was hard because you have to uproot your life regularly and it's hard to maintain connections but at the same time you're also getting a new experience and you're living in a new place which can be exciting and so she and i really connected about that as well because it has its pros it has its cons and you don't know which one is uh which list which side is better um uh, and of course in the US there are military families that um travel fairly often because um the dad or the mom gets placed at a different base and they have to move so um i know in those situations people learn to adapt but you need to learn to adapt more regularly because if i've said it once i've said it a thousand times and i will again is that change is vital to us as a species and to us as individuals change is what helps us evolve um our personalities our mindset and our experiences so welcome change and let it in because um it's the only way to truly improve on what you already have The next point I make is you will make an effort for every relationship that matters even if it's small. I don't know if this is necessarily true for everyone but I feel it should be. Um now there are some people that manage to keep in touch with every damn person they know in their life and kudos to them but I can't do that. And I don't want to because I'm the sort of person that really invests a lot in the relationships I choose to care about. and it gets very draining if i want to maintain relationships with everybody that i know um and so i had to learn how to evaluate which relationships are reciprocating what i am giving you know you give a certain amount of love care time and or effort in a relationship 
and those are valuable and important you should never let someone else um take advantage of that or reciprocate it with less than what you are giving it should be an equal relationship or you need to reconsider whether that relationship is worth having but if it is worth having then you have to make an effort and that effort has to come from both sides sometimes there may be a lull but it should always pick up and the other important thing is we sometimes tend to spend more time and energy or give more of ourselves to newer relationships because those are the ones that are new and exciting but it is important to realize that the older relationships that are still existing in your life do deserve that sort of attention as well because they are the ones that have lasted this long even if you don't do it all the time do it occasionally because it makes the other person feel they are appreciated and it will keep that relationship stronger for longer the next point i make is you can never start a new life or a new self you just mold onto what is already there and of course this is true you can never take away all the experiences and the people and the places and the things that have made you who you are you can modify how they are portrayed outward and you can change how you um use them internally you can modify how you view them um if some if you had bad experiences you will have to learn how to either resolve them address them move past them or learn from them if you had good experiences then you obviously need to learn to treasure them but not to the extent that it lets you uh stop having or you know creating new experiences for yourself so um you are the potter and your life your experiences your personality are pieces of clay on uh in front of you on the turntable um the core of it will always remain the same it's just what you ch- how you choose to display it on the outside that will change and that is truly up to you it's your decision how you want to express yourself how you want to manifest or show the various things that have made you who you are you can keep some things internal you can keep everything internal you can keep some external everything it's all, it's up to you as long as you're aware of all of those things and don't try to run away from them because even if you are running away from something because you think that by going to a new place and starting a new life you will be able to move past it that's not true you're just kind of pushing it down till it comes back up again uh and it will so always remember that everything that has happened to you is always going to be there it is your choice how you address them and how you manifest them show them outside 
The next point is people are what make a city. So get to know as many as you can. And that's anybody that's lived anywhere knows this to be true because whether you're in a small city or a town or a big city whether you live wherever you live it's getting to know the people that really lets you know what that place is like um how you're going to be treated how to interact with them um and it helps you acclimatize better when you know people from that place so always get to know them because it is important and especially for all those minorities out there it's even more so important to get to know minorities who live in those areas because you need to know how you need to act uh, even though we shouldn't have to but you you know in a lot of places you have to be a certain way to stay out of trouble or not trouble to stay out of um discrimination basically so um yeah getting to know people is very important to your experience in a city searching for a good apartment is like searching for a needle in a haystack and yes honey um no matter where you live it'll be hard especially if you live in a bigger city because you have to juggle things like the price and all of that but you know as you grow you will learn to have a list of requirements that you hope for in your place of living right and it's important to meet those requirements because you've created them based on experience so finding an apartment gets harder um even when i moved when i've moved every time i've had to find a new apartment i have to reevaluate okay what do i want now do i want the same kind of place i wanted before and most likely the answer is no but this applies to other things in life as well you know you learn through experience and i think you need to build a list of requirements for yourself whether it's an apartment career friendships relationships anything you want in your life build a list of requirements because you have learned something from the previous ones that should inform your future ones and as long as those lists the the list of items is something that's truly going to improve your life and help things be better for you the next time then those are worth having because um it's not okay for you to settle when you know what you want if settling is just going to lead you to being unhappy in the future so uh trust your gut trust what you've learned and use it for the future the last part i said is there's no frustration like just missing a subway and no elation like having your code work on the first try Obviously if anybody has ever tried to get public transit whether it's a subway or a bus or anything and I will I will say that I loved the New York subways they were crazy and all of that but they were an experience and I will never forget them but um you know that sort of annoyance at just seeing the bus or the train leave you is so deep it's such a deep annoyance and irritation 
um especially for people that are planners like me um when you plan how exactly when you're going to reach the subway station or the bus station and the bus is reached a little early and you see it drive away you're like damn um but that applies to again other things in life you know opportunities that you really work towards that you feel have escaped you is very frustrating and at the same time there's the elation of things you worked for that do uh come to fruition you know having your core work creating something that people appreciate and enjoy um working on a relationship that um you know grows and gives you some sense of fulfillment or joy are all very wonderful but the common theme through all of those points is that i made i learned all those lessons irrespective of where i was you know no matter the distances i was traveling i was i found that i was experiencing these similar themes everywhere and i just had to commit them to memory so that i remembered that no matter where i was no matter the distance i was still going to have to account for some of the same things so as i like conclude this episode i want to say that if you have the opportunity to travel and live somewhere else go for it it may be daunting but it will be something you will enjoy especially if you are young and single and something definitely try it if um you're you know if you're already in a relationship or you know married and ki- with kids it's obviously harder but still try to go for vacations and all i know all of this is hypothetical with covid right now but i mean there is a vaccine or so i've heard so who knows what the future will look like but definitely keep that in mind and let's also remember that distance is not always physical you can be emotionally or mentally distant from someone or something whether by choice or not and it's important for us to recognize that because distance like so many other things comes in many forms and if you have unconsciously let yourself become distant from someone that you care about mentally or emotionally or physically then try to find ways to reconnect with that person if it is a conscious very informed decision that you made to distance yourself from someone and i don't mean 6 feet of socially distancing i mean an actual like moving away or um just putting barriers up between you and another person then try to uh, understand why that's happening if it's a valid reason then let that person know and then just move away from that situation learn from it and let it help you in the future but don't let that person or that situation affect you any longer so these are the kinds of lessons i learned from all the distance i have had to experience at various phases in my life um they have been as much as other very obvious factors 
that change who you are as a person sometimes it's these subtle things the things you don't really re- think of the things that are the underlying reason for something that truly make change happen in your life that truly make you evolve as a person and learn new things because without those types of influences uh i would have never gotten to where i am so yeah that's my conclusion for this um never be afraid to try to get some distance especially if you need it if you need space and you need time um give yourself those things because it will be important for you uh don't second guess any of it and remember to love yourself well that's all for today i really hope you enjoyed this episode have a great week ahead and i will talk to you again next time